Morning everyone. We're going to continue looking at the story of Paul and Silas and we're going to pick it up in Acts when they have just done something that everybody thinks they shouldn't have done but they hadn't done anything wrong at all and Acts says this. The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas's clothes ripped off and ordered a public beating. After beating them black and blue, they threw them into the jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard so there would be no chance of escape. He did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell in the jail and clamped leg irons on them. Along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing a robust hymn to God and the other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. Then, without warning, a huge earthquake. The jailhouse rocked and every door flew open. All the prisoners were loose. Startled from sleep, the jailer saw all the doors swinging loose on their hinges. Assuming that the prisoners had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do himself in, figuring it was, he was as good as dead anyway, when Paul stopped him. Don't do that. We're still here. Nobody's run away. And the jailer got a torch and ran inside. Badly shaken, he collapsed in front of Paul and Silas and he led them out of the jail and he said, Sirs, what do I have to do to be saved, to really live? And they said, put your entire trust in the Master Jesus. Then you'll live as you were meant to live and everyone in your house included. And that is exactly what they did. They gave their lives to God, the jailer and all of his household. It was an incredible story. So there's a few things that I notice about this story. The first is that Paul and Silas were beaten black and blue. They were put in a high security jail. Now I think that I'm having a difficult time. I think that I'm struggling right now with lockdown and all the decisions that are being made and uh, just that feeling of insecurity, but it is nothing compared to what was going on in Paul and Silas's life. They were beaten black and blue and they were in a jail. And what did they do? What was their response? response. Their response was to sing, to worship, to sing, it says, a robust hymn. I reckon that was a gutsy song that they were singing to God. Our worship unlocks something in us. It unlocks something in us when we worship together, just like I'm standing here in a field that we would have been worshiping together in. And it unlocks something in us. It unlocks something in me. When I listen to worship music, I listen to it and I think, yeah, that's beautiful, that's lovely. But when I start to sing it, and I start to sing with all of my heart, there's something in me that starts to happen that is just so freeing and I find that God meets me in such a way and so singing is so good for my soul and so good worship helps me see things differently, helps me see everything completely differently which is so good for me. But do you know what the most amazing thing about this story is? It wasn't that they worshipped in this jail. It was when there was an earthquake and when there was an opportunity for them to run, for them to get out of this place. Do you know what? They didn't. They stayed. And do you know what? The thing about Paul and Silas that I love 
was they were less concerned with themselves getting out of a situation and more concerned with the gospel and the good news of Jesus getting into the city, getting into that household. They would stay in that prison if it meant that people would find God and find him to the fullest. And so I think that's what the challenge and the most amazing thing is. You know, when you uh, have forgotten to do your homework at school and uh, you come in and then you think you've got away with it because nobody's mentioned it. And then somebody says, oh, remember that homework we haven't done? And you're like, oh, no, that was what Paul was like. He's like, I know there's an opportunity to run here. I know there's an opportunity to get out everyone, but we're going to stay. We're going to stay because we care that the good news of Jesus gets into this place. You know, we're not just going to get through this time together, everyone. We're going to see what we can do as we get through this time. How are we going to get through this time? You know, we're going to get through this time by singing and by worshipping with all of our hearts. We're going to get through this time by saying we care more about your kingdom coming to this place than we do about anything else. You know, when we stand here at Big Church Day Out, hundreds of people become Christians and they find God and that is what I truly want to see happen in our place that we live in our families and in our households that people find God and they are set free so carry on worshiping with all of your hearts and carry on saying God come into our city into our place that we live whatever it takes let's pray Father God, I thank you that you changed lives. I thank you that you changed mine. I thank you that you're with me in this place right now and that you uh, are so amazing. I thank you, God, that I can sing with all my heart and it changes things for me. And I pray for Little Hampton and I pray for this area and more everywhere. I pray, God, that you, your kingdom would come and I pray that people would find the good news that you set us free and you live in us. Amen.